Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Article 1, Section 8 of the Constitution gives Congress the exclusive authority to declare war. For the last time Congress officially declared war was December 8, 1941, the day the U.S. entered World War II. Ever since, Congress has failed to uphold their constitutional responsibility and have instead ceded power to the President. So, we remain in a state of perpetual war, led by Presidents in both parties at great cost to the American people, with no declaration of war by Congress and no input from the American people. The direct and indirect costs of these presidential wars are astounding. They take a toll on our troops, our veterans, and on the American people. Since 9-11 alone, we've spent trillions of dollars on regime change wars and nation building while people in our community suffer and struggle because of a lack of resources here at home. What to mention the cost borne by our troops, those who pay the ultimate price, as well as those who come home with wounds that are both visible and invisible. The American people deserve accountability. Mr. Walter Jones and I have introduced a bipartisan resolution 922 to make sure that Congress fulfills its constitutional role, ends presidential wars, and has robust debate before making a decision to send our troops into battle. I yield back. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music thinkers, and we are the dreamers of dreamers. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think, don't think. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10, we did not know each other. And we could not speak to each other because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. To every politician who is taking donations from the NRA. It is because America has not invested in its people. And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. And if we could have figured out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever, well, it didn't happen here we are. You're wrong. Are you better off than you were four years ago? My fellow Americans, it's time to speak out. They're looking for help. They're looking for help. They're not looking for more of the same. When people lose their jobs, there's a good chance I'll know them by their name. When a factory closes, I know the people who ran it. When the businesses go bankrupt, I know them. We will respond with that timeless creed that sums up the spirit of a people. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. And when we get enough money, honey, we'll bring you down. But their children were saved. Their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public Access America. Make a stand. I know I did. Thank you very much, and may God bless America. Now, the very reason why we're gathered here as progressives is because we care about the well-being of others. We care about our future. We're soft-hearted people who have aloha, respect, and compassion for others, and we never want to be in a position to see anyone suffering. As a result, for some, it may be easy to believe that well, maybe we should support a regime change war if we believe that war will relieve human suffering. Proponents of the interventionist wars in Libya 
and in Iraq argued that these actions were justified because of humanitarian concerns. It was pointed out over and over again that these countries were in the grips of these evil dictators who had to be removed. This is precisely the same argument that is being used today to justify our war to overthrow the Syrian government of Assad. Hoping to garner the support of the American people, proponents of these regime change wars routinely cite humanitarian concerns to justify this military intervention in foreign countries. But here's the reality. As a direct result of our intervention in Iraq, the overthrow of Saddam Hussein, human suffering there is increased dramatically. Terrorist organizations such as ISIS and Al-Qaeda took advantage of the Maliki Shia-led government that persecuted and oppressed the Sunni people. ISIS therefore gained a stronghold in Iraq, kidnapping, terrorizing, raping, and killing thousands and thousands of innocent people. In Libya, when the US led the bombing campaign to overthrow Gaddafi, which began with a no-fly zone, the result was incredible loss of life, total chaos, with Libya resulting in a failed state and a haven now for ISIS and other terrorist organizations. There is no denying that the interventionist wars in Iraq and Libya that were propagated as necessary to relieve human suffering have in fact increased human suffering in those countries many times over. There's an old saying that's very relevant to what's facing us here today, that the road to hell is often paved with good intentions. There's not one but two wars that are being waged in Syria. First is a war to defeat ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and other jihadist groups. This is a war against terrorists who've declared war on America, and it's a war that we must win. The second is the counterproductive war to overthrow the government of Assad, an illegal war that Congress has not authorized and which must end. This war to overthrow the Syrian government has strengthened rather than weakened our enemies like ISIS. Working with countries like Saudi Arabia and Turkey, we are fueling a brutal civil war that's caused the deaths of over 400,000 Syrians and millions more refugees fleeing their homes. The fact is, if this war is successful and the Assad government is overthrown, the strongest force that exists in Syria that will take over in Syria is ISIS and Al-Qaeda. This will result in a far worse humanitarian disaster, refugee crisis, and a genocide against religious minorities, secularists, atheists, LGBT, and anyone who does not prescribe to this specific extreme ideology. What to speak of the fact that this will present an even greater security threat to the region and to the world. We need to send a strong message that this war must end. Many of you stood up bravely and courageously and protested the war in Vietnam. Many of you stood up and bravely and courageously protested the war in Iraq. Many of you did the same, protesting the war to overthrow Gaddafi in Libya. 
And so now I'm asking you to stand up and do the same. Stand with me and demand an end to this war to overthrow the government of Assad. Demand an end to all interventionist regime change wars. We need to let leaders in Washington know that we will not stand idly by and allow this nation to escalate an already deadly, devastating war. We need to let leaders in Washington know that we do not support overthrowing any dictator we want, acting as the world's police, acting as if it's America's responsibility to use our military to attempt to remake the world in the image that we choose. We need to let leaders in Washington know that we must stop wasting our valuable, precious, limited resources on these regime change wars and instead focus those resources on investing and rebuilding and strengthening our communities right here at home. We can afford to do both. The power that's in this room by each of you gathered from all parts of our country, representing the conversations and debates and engagement that's occurring in each of our communities on important issues like this, engaging in our democratic process, many people for the first time feeling empowered, recognizing that the true power in our country lies in your hands, in our hands, in the hands of the people. And it is through our work and our voices and our action that we can truly affect this kind of change that our country so desperately needs. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's beacon still burns as bright, tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth, but from the enduring power for Stitcher Smart Radio, Potable, and more. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making.
These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.